Sam is 52, lives in Hadfield in the Peak District, where she works as a councillor. She's married to Michael, has four children and two granddaughters, and she votes in every election. Bronte is 28 and lives in Bury. She works as a child sexual exploitation specialist, providing support to young people and their families. She also writes a blog and is a campaigner for women's rights. And she has never voted, not even in a general election, although she did use her individual polling power in the EU referendum. Sam starts. I'm quite passionate now about voting and I always think, you know, we should vote. Well, you can't really moan about it if you've not voted. You you know, you've got to be in it to win it kind of thing. Well, it's really interesting you said that because it's not the fact that I don't want to vote. It's the fact that I'm so confused and conflicted around voting. I really, And I think that's because of some of the messages that I've had growing up. Now I'm a woman. It's like, oh, well, I don't know what to do with this, so I'm just going to put it to the side because I don't know enough about it. I don't vote for the same party all the time. That's not how I vote. It's about who I get a feeling with. So when they're up there and they're talking and I think to myself, I think I could probably trust them or her, whoever it is. I could vote Labour one year. I might vote Conservative another time. I might vote Lib Dem. It's not about the party for me. It's about the the person, if I believe they're going to do it for us and commit to what they say. And it's about what the policies are. My son, he can vote. My daughter's just turning 18, so she'll be able to vote. And I always say to them, read up, look what you want, social media, whatever yeah. it is, the news, and you vote who you want, what works for you. Because what works for me might not work for my son. Absolutely. It's what I really, yeah. really like. I've never heard somebody say they don't vote for the same part. I've never, one of my family members voted outside of Labour and hell broke loose I asked one of my families about voting and I asked her if she's ever voted and she said no why would somebody like me vote I don't get heard anyway and oh that's so sad that really is isn't it? that is really sad that somebody can feel that way that they, they can't even use their vote yeah and I think for some people, if somebody doesn't look like you, and I'm not even talking in terms of physical looks, but doesn't speak like you and articulates themselves different, there can be a huge barrier there. And, yeah. and I think especially with people from a working class background, trusting, am I qualified enough to vote? Do I know enough about voting? Who do I think I am? So do you know what I think with voting, a lot of it is having that confidence. I totally agree with you. Because if you think about it, in years gone by, the politicians, but they were always the upper class and and, and they spoke in a certain way. They didn't have like our accents and things like that. Like, (laughs) oh, this Northern accent. (laughs) You know, but look, it's so nice now that a lot of the MPs you hear they have got the northern accent because they're from everywhere so it's absolutely brilliant that we do have that and I think that's probably what intimidated me when I was younger it's over in London it has nothing to do with me and then it was as I got older and as I had children and because things mattered to me then I started to think well you know what I am going to vote Yes. What would really influence my vote, because I work with young people from deprived backgrounds, is what they're saying they're going to do within the communities to help those young people and those families. I'm going to say you can also go to the surgeries and you can put forward what you think they should be doing. So you can say, well, look, this is what I find. And what would be really good is if you could bring this up in Parliament. If they say, right, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to push this through, then that would be where you would think to yourself, well, that is definitely 
one person I probably will vote for because he's going to do it. And you can influence that. So politics is not too far away there. It's actually on your doorstep. I'm dead interested in no. that. <laughs> do you go and say what you want? I have been to a couple of them, yeah. What, what's it like? <laughs> is it just like a normal room? Yeah, you just go in and uh, we sat there and you sit down and you tell them what you want. You can do anything. You can ask them, say, well, you know, I think we should be raising money or we should have a budget for X, Y and Z in our community. And yeah. then he can go to Parliament or she, and and then they can say, well, this is what we want for, yeah. for our constituents. This is what they're asking for. It's really easy to do. I'd love to influence some of the families that feel the voices really aren't heard. And, and yeah, that, and you could bring that up and you could say, these families don't think that their voice is being heard. Yeah. So how do we change that feeling? Yeah, when I vision it, I vision the House of Commons in London. People yeah. in a position of power, but I, I'm really going to stop saying that because I think we're all in a position of power and we that's what power, I've yeah. subconsciously put in them above. So it's almost like we're here, they're above. We have the power because at the end of the day, they can only be in an MP for so long and then you get your next election. And if they haven't done what they said they would do, then yeah. you have the power then to say, well, no, actually, we're giving someone else a chance. I'm not voting for you. Yet again, going back to my line of work, sometimes, so like I've been into houses and honestly, they've had like mice in there, rats in there and um, being given notice on the houses because of the conditions of the homes. Horrific, horrific injustices. So why am I going to vote? Why would I vote? Because nothing's been done. I'm not seeing anything being done. And when you see day in and day out, the way people are really living and it's not pretty. And, but then when voting comes along, everybody's amped it up and they can promise the world. Mm. When the, the reality is a lot of these communities all they want is to be able to fill the bellies and literally live in a warm home. No, you can understand that, can't you? You can understand. And to be fair on them, they're just trying to get through day-to-day -day living, never yeah. mind thinking about politics. Yeah. But, I mean, you can flip that around. You know, you can go down to the surgery to say to your MP, this is what I'm dealing with. You yeah. come and see what I see. You can make a change. You know, yeah. everything starts small. Absolutely. The right to vote for women's right small and build up, yes. build up and look where we are now. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I'm 1,000% I'm going to go to my oh, surgery. So, so after all this, are you going to vote? <laughs> yes, I am Yay! going to vote. <laughs> I'm going to vote. I'm going to go to the surgery, but I, my vote will be on behalf of all the communities and young people and families. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm going to go in open. Sam and Bronte. I hope you enjoyed your moment in the local election polling booth. If you had one, we're back next week. From all of us on the team, happy listening and goodbye.